2: I'm Al Gore. Twas the night before Christmas, and all around the globe, the planet was warming. I told you so. After W stole the election, common sense took a nap, and W turned the planet into a pile of cr- into a crash course with disaster. The winters will be colder, like the temperature of Tipper's sleeping bottom. The spring will be shorter, as will the autumn. The summers will be hotter. Speaking of hot, uh, have you seen W's daughters? (laughs) Wow! Bell! We use too much oil, and cows are making methane. No, Elsie, I won't pull your hoof. Mm. Phew, that's profane. Under global warming, half the planet will be scalding. Think of the Earth in the ozone like male pattern balding.
0: Just look at his fat head.
2: Tepper! The other half of the planet will be brr, like an ice house. And if Hillary gets elected, guess who's back in the White House? Chicken down, chicken down, Yeah. And that's an inconvenient Christmas truth. Chicken down, chicken down, <laughs>
3: one we used to hear when we used to get along. Hey, baby, the are playing our song. Let's get back together,
1: that's where we belong. It's the one with the pretty melody. It's the one that made you fall in love with me. And welcome back to the X-Zone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone TV, and on Shortwave. Across Canada, the United States, Central America, South America, the Pacific Rim, the Caribbean, and in 20 Asian countries and in Europe. Our toll-free number is one 877 528 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is at talkstarradio.com On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exonradio.com. Uh, Let me see. This is, as I said earlier tonight, Man Watchers Week. It's the second week in January. And the top five ways to guarantee you won't be man watched. Number one, uh, trim your nose hairs with a crab fork. Number two, consume four cans of chili before you go to church and put the pew in pew. Number three, don't leave the house until you've applied the entire quart of aqua velva. Number four, take in a WNBA game. And number five, tell Nicole Smith you're broke. Whoops, uh, hold on here, wait a minute. And let me see, the top uh, five ways 2008 has already been a rough year. Number one, the boss informs you that 2008 is the year of the firing. Number two, uh, what, what do you mean it's 2008? Number three, just mailing my Christmas cards. Number four, I'm just now remembering to write 2007 on my checks. And number five, the calendar I bought is missing January. And the top five signs your candidate's campaign is not going too well uh, ask you for your help with concession speech. And number two, already demanding a recount. Number three, the campaign slogan is Vote for me or not. Number four, is endorsed by the Dismal Failures Party. And number five, debated himself on CNN and lost. Strange times here in the Exonas as well around the world. Uh, two stories that we're watching. We're watching the primaries in New Hampshire, and we're also watching the events un- unfolding in I- with the Iranians and the U.S. Navy. Both of these are, uh, are very newsworthy stories, and we will be letting you know if anything does develop on either one of these two um, fronts. Still to come on tonight's show, we have Dr. Skye, Stephen Cates, And Patrick Cook with the Cook Report. Dr. Shelley Carr is my special guest of this hour. Dr. Shelley Carr is known throughout the world for her work in the field of human potential as a leading authority on the mind-body connection and author of over 15 books. Her work as a hypnotherapist has been endorsed by leaders in the field of consciousness. And when we come back from this two-minute commercial break, I'll be talking to Dr. Carr about the crystal skull consciousness. If you'd like to visit Dr. Carr's website during the break, www.shellycar.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-A-E-H-R.com. Or you can visit www.galactichealing.org. Dr. Shelley Carr is my guest when we come back from this two-minute commercial break as the exome continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away Dr. Shelley Carr is my special guest, and Dr. Carr, how are you? Welcome back to the X-Zone, and to you and yours, a very happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, Rob. How are you doing?
1: I am doing great, thanks, Uh, Shelley. It's a new year. We've got a new show, new attitude. We're all over the world. Things are just going great. We've got syndicated columns now in European newspapers. The X-Chronicles is doing great, and I've got the best darn radio audience anywhere.
0: You do. I haven't talked to you in a while, so... I'm glad to hear things are going well.
1: Now, now tell me, uh, Shelly, when did you first uh, become interested in the Crystal Skulls?
0: It was, I guess, a few years ago. It hadn't been many, many years ago, but some of my clients were talking to me about them mm-hmm. initially. And I didn't really notice it much until I was in a, at a show in Memphis, Tennessee, and some of the people there were featuring some of their private crystal skulls from a collection that they had, and they were having people meditate with a, a particular crystal skull. And I really felt like I was connecting to something, uh, receiving information. I kind of left the room and, and went off somewhere, and, and I thought, wow, you know, maybe this is something I, re- I should look into. And then it seemed like, you know how when people bring something to your attention, then it seems that you just continue to get certain messages or certain yeah. input until finally I thought, well, I'm going to do some research on this and put a book out.
1: By the way, before we go any further, congratulations on your new marriage.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you my life is definitely um, completely different than it was a year
1: ago. <laughs> well, congr- congratulations to you both. Thank you. Now, Shelley, uh, the, the, have you ever seen the Mitchell Hedges skull?
0: I have not seen it, but um, I'm friends with a man who was a keeper of it for many years, who was a personal friend of Anna Mitchell Hedges.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that the Belize government has a court order uh, to seize the skull, that they are claiming proprietorship over the uh, skull that was apparently illegally taken from their territory.
0: Yes, I had heard about that, and I think... From what my understanding is, they've got that skull um, under lock and key in a place where no one can get to it.
1: I know there's a lot of controversy around uh, Mitchell Hedges and uh, his alleged uh, finding of the skull, and there uh, there's, seems to be a controversy uh, when it comes to crystal skulls in general. Um, a lot of people may not know this, but there are over 13 skulls that have been found around the world, and uh, there are those who believe that the skulls may have an ET connection. And what is your what is your uh, opinion on that, uh, Shelley?
0: I think it, you know a lot of the ancient indigenous things that we talk about on shows like this. People want to ask the question: you know, does this have an alien connection, mm-hmm. or is this connected to ancient civilizations? And I, I really believe that's one and the same. Yes. When you think about Egypt or the Mayan civilization and some of the amazing feats that they were able to to do there, I mean, clearly, Atlantis, Lemuria, all of these ancient civilizations that we talk about, I think it is one and the same. So, yes, on some level, I believe it is alien in nature.
1: Now, I was wondering if you could tell us about your trip to London and seeing the British skull in the Museum of Man.
0: Yeah, I went um, last Christmas, right about this time I was in London visiting a friend last year, and um, it had come to my awareness that that skull was in the British Museum. That skull was incredibly powerful, and when I looked at the placard underneath it, um, it basically said that it was a rock crystal skull from the late 19th century that was originally thought to be Aztec, but that recent research proves it to be European, and that it was purchased from Tiffany and Company through um, Mr. G.F. Kuntz, who was a very, very famous uh, mineralogist who wrote the really fascinating book called The Curious Lore of Precious Stones. Mm-hmm. And I was really... I was blown away by the energy of the skull. I, I sat in a room with it for quite a while, and I kind of watched as people went around it. You could feel some people almost being energetically pushed by the, the big energy that was coming from it. I I was really disappointed, though, though that they had to you know talk about the fact that it wasn't that it wasn't you know authentic because i I guess i'm a believer you know and
1: now who said it wasn't authentic
0: the british museum
1: what did they what explanation did they have for it when they said it wasn't authentic it wasn't authentic in which ways
0: they claim that they put it through some tests and that they believe that it was actually made in the late 19th century. Oh. As opposed to being a very ancient skull. But I personally don't believe that's true. And I, I was, in that way, I was kind of disappointed with their explanation of it. Because if you feel the power and the energy from that skull, uh, there's definitely something more there.
1: Does everyone feel energy and power from these skulls?
0: I'm not sure. You see, like, when I first saw that, the skull that first, you know, moved me, if you will, in Memphis, I was wondering, because I've worked a lot with gems and minerals, and I know that, you know, I sense a lot of energy from gems and minerals, so I was wondering if it was simply just because it is a mineral that I'm feeling energy or if it's really because there's something to do with the skull. And as I've gone further with experiencing the energy of some of these different skulls, I really believe... um, Maybe it's a combination of both, but there really is something powerful about that shape and about the form of the human body and things like that, in my opinion.
1: Well, you know, uh, crystals are are very powerful, and in fact, uh, the first radio sets were crystal radio sets because they could receive uh, the radio transmissions. Did you know that?
0: Yes, and I, I think there must be something very, very similar. I agree that this, something about the shape of the skull, they it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of remind me of crop circles in a sense, almost as though the skull is like a transmitter through which some higher intelligence is choosing to communicate with us, whereas crop circles are more like a, I believe they're also an outer manifestation of communication from some other realm.
1: The, um, the skulls, I know there's a theory that the skulls may be connected to Atlantis, and I was wondering if you could elaborate on that.
0: I believe um, that those that there probably were skulls during the time of Atlantis, but I, I personally think they may be older than that. Um, they feel a lot of the, the ones that they're finding in the Central American region feel more Lemurian to me, so maybe millions or hundreds of thousands of years older than even the Atlantean times.
1: What does science tell us about the skulls?
0: I believe that science is saying that these were carved by very sophisticated yet indigenous civilizations. Of course, science is going to attempt to say that these were all man-made because obviously that would be the only thing that they, they could prove. But they've already put many of these skulls under microscopes. they put them through all kinds of tests, saying there is no way physically possible or provable that these could actually have been carved by man, because there certain little flaws that would show up, and many of these are absolutely flawless. Hmm. And so under real scientific scrutiny, they really cannot be proven um, to be anything but completely extraterrestrial or paranormal in their nature.
1: For those who have uh, been fortunate enough to be custodians of these skulls, uh, do they report any strange manifestations or any strange healings?
0: There's been many, many healings, um, not only for the custodians themselves, but for the people who experience the skulls by being in the room with them, um, I've talked to people who claim that they've never seen particular skulls, but that they've learned through telepathy and meditation to communicate with those skulls, you know, even if the skull is on the other side of the world. I mean, you've got all kinds of things, everything from physical healings, mental healings, epiphanies, enlightenments, and everything in between. I, I've been studying a lot this year um, the realm of creativity and where creative thought comes from. And just like you're broadcasting all over the world right now over a radio frequency, I really do believe that the human consciousness really is the key, more so than even all of these tools that we're finding in the outer world. I really believe that we can tune in to just about anything we want to from the chair that you're sitting in right now. And so certainly there is, I believe there's an energy coming from the skulls that I've had the opportunity to see, and I know many, many people have experienced that energy. Does everyone experience it? I don't know, but I do believe that probably we could all, if we chose to concentrate, and we could tune into the, the energy and the messages that these skulls are trying to bring to us right now.
1: What while you were tuning in, Shelley, did you uh, did you have any visions? Did you have Were you taken mentally to any place, whether here on this planet or somewhere else?
0: In the first. That first skull that I meditated with in Memphis um, was supposed I did not know at the time until later that it was from Mount Shasta or the California, that Northern California region. But when I sat with it, I found myself diving down into the earth, into a tunnel. And there's that theory that people have that there are um, a network of tunnels under Mount Shasta that were left behind by the ancient Lemurians and that there may still be those ancient people under the ground. And I've been to Mount Shasta. I've had very, very profound um, epiphanies, energies there, as I'm sure many of your listeners have. And so the the skull really took me there to a a space um, that was so, I mean, was it in my imagination? Was it real? I don't know. It seemed very, very real to me. It was so profound that it made me feel in my own heart or mind or whatever that those stories that people have been talking about, those tunnels that exist down there, really are real because I really believe I was there. And I think the skull took me there.
1: Now, I was wondering if you could share with our listeners who uh, may be hearing Lemuria for the first time when we come back from this commercial break, what we're talking about and how Lemuria fits into the to the realm of the metaphysics that you and I discuss whenever you're with us. Okay, great. Shelly, please stand by. Dr. Shelly Carr is our very special guest, www.shellycar.com or www.galactichealing.org. If you'd like to give us a call and speak to Shelly, our toll-free number is one 877 Now, that's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. At 1-877-528-8255. we will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our Hamilton studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.
0: I can't walk.
1: I can walk, but not very far.
0: I can't even stand anymore. And it gave me no freedom.
2: If you or a loved one suffer from limited mobility, we have incredible news. Now you may qualify for your very own new Invacare power chair or scooter at little or no cost to you. Call Mobility Products Unlimited right now to begin your free pre-qualification process. Invocare's powered mobility products are comfortable, stylish, easy to maneuver, and go anywhere. And yes, you can get back out there, too, with Invacare. So pick up the phone and call Mobility Products right now, risk-free. Their friendly specialists handle all the paperwork and make it fast and easy to begin the pre-qualification process for your very own Invacare power chair or scooter. You could get yours within just days. There's no pressure, no obligation, no cost for the call. And your satisfaction is guaranteed. So if
1: you're stuck at home, call 1-800-594-5356 right now. Friendly Mobility specialists are standing by. Have you ever had a psychic reading from the psychics at Premier Psychics? If not, then this is the time to do so. All first-time callers will receive a reading of 10 full minutes for just $25. And upon completion of that call, an extra 10 minutes will be added to your account at no additional charge. The 10 free minutes is Premier Psychics' way of saying, Happy Holidays. Call Premier Psychics now, toll-free at one 866 803 or visit them at their new and exciting website at www.premierpsychics.com. A very Merry Christmas and the very best of the new year to one and all from everyone at Premier Psychics, where the extra E in Premier stands for excellence. Once again, that toll-free number is 1-866-803-6593 or visit Premier Psychics online at www.premierpsychics.com. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone.
2: Hi, this is Blade Runner and you are listening to Canada's number
1: one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell.
3: i got my eggs, i got my pancakes too I've got my maple syrup, everything but you I break the yolks and make a smiley face I kinda like it in my brand new place Wipe the spots above the mirror, don't leave my keys in the door I never put wet towels on the floor anymore,
1: Dr. Shelley Carr is my guest. Her website is www.shelleycarr.com, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-A-E-H-R.com, or www.galactichealing.org. We're talking about uh, crystal skull consciousness, and uh, Shelley, I was wondering if you could tell us about your opinion of the Mitchell Hedges skull. Do you think it's a hoax?
0: I don't believe it's a hoax, no. I believe they're all real it's it 's the most controversial though, of all the skulls, the story being that maybe this man planted the skull for his daughter so that she could get a big surprise on her birthday but I, I just don 't believe that
1: well mitchell hedges uh, certainly has a shady past you know he used to um, he used to put initials after his name to make himself feel more important, and all the initials meant was that he was a a, um, a patron of the London Zoo, and that he could go in there on Sundays and uh, would get other discounts, to, as any other patron was who uh, joined the organization. Uh, he uh, he was known for his telling of tall tales, and when you looked at the manifest and the diary of the ship and the ship's log, it totally contradicts his story.
0: I guess I don't, you know, I don't know if he personally is telling the truth, but if you're asking, is the skull real well, or not? Did he have it carved or was it something that he found? My personal opinion is that he met some guy out in the jungle somewhere and acquired it that way, maybe through shady means, you know. But is the skull a legitimate piece of some extraterrestrial artifact or whatever? I think it really is, regardless of his. I think that's part of the problem. I mean, the guy was a nut. I mean, he, mm-hmm. was, he was unethical, maybe a little crazy, But the thing is, I still believe that skull is real.
1: Now, uh, what about the skull called Max?
0: Yeah, now, Max I've seen because um, Joanne Parks lives here in Texas, and they bring Max to Dallas area quite a bit. That skull has a lot of energy, too. I do believe that is one of the original 13 as well.
1: Now, how old is that skull?
0: Oh, boy. Let's see. I will look that up, and on the next break I will tell you.
1: Okay. Now, um, are there any other skulls of note out there? We know about Max. We also know about the Mitchell Hedges skull. Um, What do we know about the other skulls?
0: There are many um, skulls that are being carved in Brazil right now um, as part of the gem trade because that's where most of the colored minerals are coming from. And so a lot of these colored minerals are now being fashioned into the skulls. Um, I do believe that, I mean, some people don't believe that you can energetically connect with those original 13 through these smaller skulls, but I happen to believe that, yes, you can. I mean, I just think it's a matter of your intention. Um, there is a fairly remarkable skull that is one of these Brazilian carved that is in a shop here in Dallas um, that I find to be very energetically profound. I, I believe it's somehow tuned into those other skulls. It's definitely got some energy to it that's really above and beyond anything that I've seen in other, some of the other ones that are yeah. out there. But if people, you know, in their town or you go to the rock shop or whatever and you see a little skull, I mean, if it speaks to you, it may speak to you on a variety of different levels. I mean, maybe it's the stone, maybe it's the skull itself. I still think it's worth looking into.
1: Now, when it comes to the crystal skulls that you've seen, uh, Shelley, is it the mineral itself that is conductive and conducive and causing the, the effects that you feel, or is it the skull, or is it a combination of both?
0: I think it's got to be a combination of both. Clearly the ones that are fashioned out of crystal, whether they be some of the famous ones such as Max mm-hmm. or the one in the British Museum or even just these ones that they're carving in Brazil. They seem to have um, greater transmission frequencies when they're carved out of crystal than other materials, but I've seen them out of pyrite, out of chrysticola and different materials, and I, I think, again, it, it's, it's an ener- the, the stone definitely plays a role Um, but some of these pieces that I've seen really have taken on a life of their own. And speaking of that, um, about the way these skulls transmit, you'd asked me earlier about Lemuria. Yes. And a couple of years ago, I definitely believe that there is a connection between the skulls and the ancient civilization of Lemuria. And how I became interested in that was when I wrote the book Edgar Cayce's Guide to Gemstones. And a lot of the Edgar Cayce readings We're discussing, of course, people's past lives, which were primarily, according to Casey, or at least the ones that he covered, were primarily in three places. They were either in Egypt, Atlantis, the civilization that we believe may be off the coast of the Caribbean island, chain in the area of Bimini. And the place that predated Atlantis was the civilization that Casey identified as Lemuria, and there's a lot of um, discussion about Lemuria right now. I mean, whereas Atlantis is, we've we've been talking about Atlantis for a long time, Lemuria seems to be coming more into the consciousness. It is believed that the ancient civilization of Lemuria existed near where the Hawaiian Islands are, maybe moving over to Cal- toward California in that Mount Shaft area, which I mentioned before the first break, and then running down through that, Mai- that ancient Mayan area all the way down through Peru. And that at one time there was a very um, beautifully and lovingly sophisticated civilization there, of uh, very, very highly advanced beings who were extremely loving and communicated telepathically and potentially were very interdimensional and maybe even extraterrestrial in their origins and in the sense that potentially they could have been, you know, beaming in and out of different realities and things like that. And there had come to, uh, maybe in the last decade, people started finding these quartz crystals that were just, they look, in a way, like a regular pointed quartz crystal that you'd see in the rock shop, but there's something about these crystals. They have a certain quality to them, an energy to them, certain markings, ridges, and and indentations that are really not like other crystals, and it, they begin to become identified with this civilization of Lemuria, and people would speculate that just like what we're talking about with the skulls, like did some alien race or some higher level being put information into these skulls and are they then transmitting that information out to humanity at this time? The same was thought about these crystals, that potentially the information that I received was that it's almost like planting a flower garden. Or people have seen those little you know, those little chia pets where you yeah. plant the little seeds and then the little sprouts come out of the little head of the flower pot, that all over the earth there are these little crystals planted. They've been growing up over, I, I really can't say for sure, at least let's say over 30,000 years up to maybe a couple hundred thousand years. They've been planted in the ground. They're growing up, and we are just now starting to discover them inside those crystals. Very loving um consciousness exists and when we hold them and activate them with our consciousness it creates it kind of sets a certain vibrational intention around the planet and so when i saw this skull that i mentioned earlier in memphis there was just some connection i said this skull has a Connection to that place in Lemuria that I really believe is real. I mean, nobody can really prove what I'm talking about. I mean, there's a lot of people talking about it. Not as many talking about it as Lemuria as yet, but I think we're going to hear more and more discussion. As if Atlantis, then, they, they believe that maybe through some kind of natural disaster or earthquakes, the Lemurians were forced out of their homes. They migrated toward the east maybe into this area where the Atlantean civilization existed, or maybe they were really the beginnings of that civilization, the Lemurian civilization being more of a passively divine feminine energy, Atlanteans being more aggressively masculine, and that over the course of time, um, you know, both of these civilizations, of course, ceased to exist for whatever reason. And some people believe, you know, Atlanteus was just merely a fable that was supposed to be... um, you know, a story to warn us about what will happen if we don't, you know, tip the scales and get balance, or if we tip the scales and we don't bring some kind of balance back to our lives. Um, I think that we've talked a lot about Atlantis, but there's a, you know, as the consciousness is starting to really shift in the last eight years that I've been in this business, I mean, we really see a lot more people being open to alternative therapies to programs like yours as you've said now you're all over the world it's like hey this is just common thought that we're having but i'm sure i don't have to tell you about years ago i mean you know it it was just a different world and i think that as we're able as a consciousness to accept different ideas as being possible then more things we will discover and i I think that's why lemurie is coming up so When we talk about the skulls, the point of all this is I really believe that these crystal skulls, there's a reason that these skulls are coming into the consciousness right now. Consciously, I can't really tell you what it is, but I believe it's some higher level intelligence. Would we want to call it extraterrestrial, interdimensional, or maybe a recollection of times past that's trying to speak to us through these skulls? Um, maybe to bring peace, maybe to bring some kind of humanitarian harmony, or I, I don't know what it is, but it's very much in the popular culture right now. I mean, the Indiana Jones movies getting ready to come out. Yeah, um, Okay. Yeah. You, you just see it all over the place, and I know you, Rob, have been studying this stuff for years. I mean, it just seems like it's really very a very right now topic for some reason, even more than it ever has been before.
1: I think that more and more people. Are coming to the re- the realization that hey something is is happening here you know what's going on and and people want to learn, people are no longer sheep Shelley, the days of uh, society being sheep needing shepherds has long passed and in you know people want answers they're not satisfied with the old lines of well you know just keep faith well faith is great but you need answers and there are many questions that faith just can't answer that. People are seeking these answers out, and they're starting to find them, and they're starting to find the answers within.
0: You're exactly right. And the thing is, when we talk about faith, that many of the things talked about on programs such as the x Zone. When you really think about it, if we were really to accept the fact that these things were real, that potentially an Atlantean civilization was around, or there's one even older than that, or that maybe alien races are attempting to communicate with us at this time, I mean, that challenges the very foundations of the faith of so many people who believe that maybe the world is only 5,000 years old, but the world many of us believe, is maybe 30,000. I mean, as far as the world is much older than that, but I'm saying that people were here, I believe, and I think you believe, and many of these listeners believe, much, much longer than what recorded history can explain. And so as we're... I really believe that it's it's partly the vibrational frequencies around the planet, it's not just a bunch of new age mumbo jumbo they really are changing and when frequencies change i believe it opens up our minds and our possibilities energetically to the new things that are coming along and as we're willing to take a look and as you said we're not willing to be sheep anymore that the veils have dropped the curtains have opened we've seen the wizard in the little room and yep. realized my gosh he's just a man like me and and so we're going to be discovering more and more things. You know, there's that saying that says that, you know, God gave us everything we need. It's all right here. Okay, well, if it's here, then how can we keep making new discoveries every year? It's because we can only discover that which we're ready to see. And I don't know exactly what these skulls are coming in for. Why this, it is a consciousness, I think. Skulls are on our t-shirts. We've got jewelry. We've got, you know, all kinds of stuff. We've got movies now. I mean, what is it trying to say to us? That's the question of the
1: day. Shelley. stand by. You and I have to take our commercial break. We'll be back shortly. Dr. Shelley Carr is our special guest, XO Nation. Her website's is www.shellycarr.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-A-E-H-R.com or www.galactichealing.org. Talking about the consciousness of the crystal skulls, I've seen... Uh, I've seen pictures of the uh, Mitchell Hedges skulls, I've written articles on it, and I'll tell you something, I don't believe that Anna Mitchell's Hedges or Mitchell Hedges himself found that skull, I believe that the skull was bought by Sotheby's, and we did an article going back, ooh, 10, 11 years ago in the X Chronicles, and we established a paper trail from Sotheby's showing that Mitchell Hedges actually bought it from somebody who bought it at Sotheby's, and... It has nothing to do with the mysticism. The entire Mitchell Hedges encounter uh, of uh, of the crystal skull never happened. However, I agree with Dr. Shelley Carr that there is something magical, mystical, and powerful about the skulls, and I hope one day we find out exactly what it is. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.
3: I feel young. I act young. I am young. I'm only 45. So imagine my surprise recently when I was attending my son's high school graduation ceremony, and someone asked me which one was my grandchild. Did I look that old? And the answer was in the mirror. My wrinkles were adding years to my looks. I had to do something, but shots of Botox or a facelift was the last thing I wanted to resort to. Then a friend of mine introduced me to Hydroderm. Hydroderm is a proven anti-aging serum that helps reduce the appearance of wrinkles while encouraging a smooth, youthful look and feel to skin. Well, it worked, no more grandma face for me, and my husband hasn't looked at me like this in years. Well, call now for a free 14-day trial of Hydroderm, absolutely risk-free. Your free trial of Hydroderm is just a phone call away. Here's the number. 1-800-263-0613. Call now before this risk-free offer expires. 1-800-263-0613. Toll free, 1-800-263-0613.
1: Dr. Shelley Carr is our guest this hour. Uh, Shelley, is there a connection between the crystal skulls and the end of the Mayan calendar, 2012?
0: Hmm. Maybe there could be.
1: You know, since that uh, the uh, most of the skulls have been found in Central America, I was just wondering if there was any connection, or if you were aware of any any mention in the Mayan. Um, culture of the crystal skulls
0: yes the skulls um were often the the original 13 are speculated to have originated from the mayan culture or the aztec culture Mm -hmm. this is one of the big controversies um that could be you know when we're looking at prophecy and why things show up in our consciousness clearly that could be potentially one of the reasons why it's showing up at this time but i think i've told you before on this show that although i believe in prophecies i believe that prophecies are given to us more as a warning so that Mm -hmm. we could make a decision that might be different and so i personally don't believe that the culture is going to end in 2012 i believe maybe the world as we know it is going to end but i still have hope that we're going to turn this boat around
1: Shelley, to summarize the uh, the crystal skulls, what can you uh, how can you best uh, summarize them?
0: I believe that they are one of the most um, controversial and yet magically mystical things in the paranormal world today, and I think that they're coming up in the popular culture at this time as some kind of messengers, whether it is it to preclude prophecy, is it to warn us? it to bring us more humanitarian energy toward each other? I'm not really sure.
1: So besides the crystal skulls, what have you been up to?
0: I took the last year off of travel and lecture, and I have been writing fiction. And I recently sold three of my novels to a publisher in New York.
1: Okay, congratulations. This
0: congratulations. Thank you. And so in many of these, I'll be able to explore all kinds of things.
1: Because it's easier to get people interested or get a message across in fiction than it is in uh, as a novel.
0: I think to a wider audience that's mm-hmm. probably true. Um, also, I guess I've been doing counseling for about a decade now, so listening to all these stories of people's past lives, I just started having a lot of ideas for things. So I think it's, um, I definitely was clearly guided and I was really blessed to have sold my novel so quickly. So I feel like that's probably where I'm going to be putting a lot of my energy for the next, you know, the next phase of my reality here.
1: Shelly, we have to say so long for tonight, but I do wish you the very best of luck with your new marriage and uh, nothing but the best in the year 2008. Take care of yourself and thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, Rob. Bye-bye, dear. Bye-bye. Dr. Shelly Carr, www.shellycarr.com or www.galactichealing. Dot O-R-G. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. When I come back from the news at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by Dr. Sky Steve Cates himself. We're going to be talking about what to look forward to in the skies overhead in this month and much more. one 877 528 is toll-free. Exxon at talkstarradio.com is my email address. Our website, www.exxonradio.com. I'll be back on the other side from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on TalkStar.